This is the We Can Do Better podcast with Adam O'Leary, talking about Michigan's second Senate district, featuring stories from Detroit, Gross Point, Amtramic, Harper Woods, and Highland Park, told by the people doing the work, and myself, Senator Adam O'Leary. I'm here with uh, my good friend, uh, Senator Marshall Bullock. Marshall, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, greetings. Uh, Marshall Bullock, out of native Detroiter. Senate District 4, which covers a portion of Detroit, Lincoln Park, Allen Park, and Southgate. And uh, 30 years of social services, health services, and municipal government. And it all led up to me getting elected in office this last election. So here I am. And uh, you are very proud of where you went to uh, school. Let's just start there. Where did you go to school? Are we talking high school? I mean, yes, I went to Samuel C. Mumford. Yes, the almighty class of 1985. That's, that was a long time ago. I'm, I'm glad you are still looking good. You can't you know, get the benefit of seeing Senator Bullock, but you would never guess that he graduated from high school in 85. Yeah, so uh, still, I still live in the same neighborhood that, well, when I went to high school, the city was in Regents. Mm -hmm. And so that would be Region 5. I also attended Region 5 Middle School, which is a feeder school of Mumford and the other two high and schools. What is that now? Uh, it's a couple schools. It's like uh, the Malcolm X Academy and the Marcus Garvey. Yeah. I tease because uh, I also went to Halley. So when, when you went there, it was Region 5. When I went there, it was Halley. Yeah, well, say it was Halley. Mm -hmm. It was a K through 8. Mm -hmm. And what happened was Region 5 Middle School, which was the magnet school of the district, was at St. Gregory's Church over at uh, Dexter and Finkel. Mm -hmm. And when their contract was up, the public school system decided they would take another public school and they chose Halley. Yep. Because it's centralized to the district and they took out K through five mm -hmm. and just did sixth, seventh, and eighth. Uh, the parents bought at the kindergarten. So they kept kindergarten for another two years. Oh, really? Because those parents didn't want their kids walking all the way up to. Custer, mm -hmm. which is now Thurgood Marshall, yep. at Linwood and the Lodge. So the community, you know, dense populated community, yeah. people were strong about their feelings and their views, and so they continued kindergarten for another two years before they dissolved it. That's good to know. And, and so Halley, or well, then I it guess, be, yeah, then it was just now Halley Martin. Region Five Middle School, and then after recently, in the last 10, 12 years, it changed into. I think uh, uh, Paul Robeson, Mark Paul Robeson yeah. caught on fire. Caught on fire. And that used to be at St. Francis Home for Boys at Linwood and Finkel. Talk about a beautiful building. Yes, caught on fire and in a thought process of where they could go, uh, Halley at mm -hmm. that time wasn't totally full. So they kind of split the school. And into a much and Halley is a much smaller building than, than what the old Paul Rob, Robeson, Robeson used to was. Be. Yeah. So it's interesting, but you know I'm glad that you were able to come join us. You know, uh, Senator Bullock and I have uh, a lot in common in that our districts run right up against each other. So the school we're talking about is in my district, but three it's blocks the, outside actually, of yours. No, it's actually on the same street. So our, our we're divided at yeah. Linwood. School sits on your side of Linwood, and the, where I grew up sits on my side. Mm -hmm. of Linwood. And then. Talking about Mumford, we have had conversations for the last six, seven years. Mm -hmm. Your uncle was one of my teachers. Yes, at he Mumford, was. So, and he was a, he was a pretty respectable guy. So that's what you you know. That's what's <laughs> always cool about Detroit. It's such a small uh, small community, right? You know, you, you never know who you're going to talk to, who you're going to get to know, 
And in your time, you probably have gotten a chance to be a part of a lot of really interesting things, you know, with your time working in the mayor's office and some of those other things. What do you think, as a city, we need to be working on now? Uh, you know, I got this mantra going into this year, which is called democracy with decency. Okay. We just need to learn to be decent. We, have, we need to get back to old school values in a modern world. Uh, you know, through technology and social media, we've pretty much lost social interaction, mm -hmm. lost our way socially, and those things have, uh, you know, the skill set has eroded. Folks don't know how to interact, folks yeah. don't read, folks don't, you know, they don't have to learn to do math longhand anymore. Cause, well, I mean, who needs to do that? I mean, I got a calculator on my phone, on my iPad. Yeah, I mean, so, but when you don't have about a slide thing, <laughs> when you don't see those things, people like stumble. <laughs> <laughs> like someone lose their phone. I've I've had folks lose phones and I go, so what's the number to your house? Uh, I don't know. I've had kids. I was like, what's your mother's number? Uh, I don't know. I can tell you the phone numbers from my homes growing up to this day. You know, my best friend's number. Their cell numbers today. I pretty much can recite anybody's number. That I, I think I know... I do know. I know my parents' phone numbers, my wife's number, my number, and my best friend's number. So I'd know maybe six phone numbers. Oh, yeah. That's terrible. See, you are a product of today's society. I'm millennial. <laughs> yes, I am. I, I absolutely. I'm proud to say I'm a millennial. I was listening to uh, you know, a news report a couple days ago, and they were talking about one of the things that makes millennials the most out of sorts, and it was your battery on your phone getting below 23%. I was like, well, that's not too, you know, I can kind of relate to that. Well, yeah. I mean, you guys are panicking. You are panicking with no I phone. If, you know? I don't know if it's a panic. You but can't Uber. You can't. You, look, I'll just go catch the bus. You know, like. Yeah, I don't know what that's like. So. You're just out here catching the bus. So, yeah. So, we just need to get back to some traditional value systems that we all can, you know, relate to. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not talking nothing far-fetched about writing some new legislation or coming up new policy. Sometimes all you gotta do is follow the rule that's there, right? Well, you know, I'm glad you bring that up because uh, I got the benefit of going to your uh, swearing in over at Mumford High School and I thought it was really unique because you had it at, not only at your alma mater but during the school day and you know, students were there and they were able to participate. Can you talk a little bit about how that, what that meant for you being an alum and to have the program as you had it? So, the, so that was my thought. I've, I've, I've never seen anybody have their... I haven't either. ...swearing in at their school, but, I mean, I'm a proud Detroiter, proud Mumford Mustang. Where can I have it? I can have it anywhere in the city. I've been a promoter for over 30 years. It's not like I didn't have a venue of choice. But I wanted to inspire the kids at the school I went to, you know, mm -hmm. like as, a, as an alum, an active alum from Mumford. But just working in juvenile justice in the city and yeah. in the region here, D.C. and Florida... I wanted the students to see folks that walked the same grounds they did, who walked the same neighborhood they did, who caught the bus in the neighborhood they did, and show them that there are folks outside of a lot of times they don't have a lot of role models or people mm -hmm. to see. So it's hard to be something you can't see. Right. So what I did was brought an all Mumford lineup. You know, we brought. Can in, you say who you had on the screen? Because so, I mean, I was surprised when you. I knew it was an all Mumford thing, but I was surprised when I saw. So the people on the stage. Our MC was Mike Bonner, a professional comedian, actor, writer. Mm -hmm. uh, he came out in the class of '83. Uh, he was an all-city track star. At Mumford, Mumford has had a lot of, of track stars. I, you know, my my uncle Ken Burnley was a track star back at Mumford. You know, I, 
we used to use the track. I mean, Mumford has yes. had some time. Kim Kim Turner was in the '84 Olympics. Uh, you know, we just we had a couple state championship teams in that '70s and '80s. Had some when I was in high school <laughs> in the 2000s. Mumford has always been a powerhouse yeah. from track um, and field's perspective. It's just interesting folks have been there. You know, Jamil Hill. So the auditorium is named after Jamil Hill. And you should probably introduce who, her first. Who uh, is a young African American who uh, used to be on ESPN, uh -huh. who did the political Trump uh, tweets about Trump, mm -hmm. and you know, settled in that. She's still a journalist. She's a journalist. Yeah, she's doing she's, something with she's, LeBron. She's, the... she's, yes, she's doing some other things, and and she's about to get married. Uh, she was proposed to, I believe, on New Year's Eve. I don't know all about and that so, personal life. But yeah. she came out in about 1993. Okay. Which would be the same time Derek Mason, uh, who played a, a, for again, again. You're gonna have to introduce again, these Derek people Mason who played is a in the decade. NFL wide receiver went to Michigan State after Mumford went on to play for the Tennessee Titans and won a World Championship uh, at the Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens. Mm -hmm. I remember Derek Mason was good. Very good. Yeah, so my early uh, days, uh, Madden. Um, I played tennis for forty years, so you know I played under Coach Jones, and uh, so I, we had fun in Mumford. So I had Mike Bonner. Um, then we had the opening prayer by the good Reverend Edgar, Bishop Edgar Van. Yep. Uh, and then uh, the other gentleman, one is a Oakland County educator and consultant for all of Oakland County, J.B. Mm -hmm. Marks, Dr. J.B. Marks who graduated high school with me in 1985, went to Western. Uh, he's also my fraternity brother at Omega Psi Phi fraternity. He then- Those purple to, guys? Purple guys and cool. gold. Went to Western, came out, started teaching really at Northern High School. And then right down the street then from me? Went to, you know, working around and wound up in Oakland County, working at mm -hmm. Southfield High. And now he's like this big consultant for the, uh, the district. Uh, and then Stephen Whitted, who actually played with me, played tennis with me, grew up with me since I was coming out of Region 5, so we knew each other. And then in high school, we were like my best friend, so That's he, cool. he spoke. Uh, he's a, an executive at Chrysler, Fiat Chrysler. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we had my older cousin, Daryl Shoemake, who came out in 1975. I tried to bring somebody from every generation and a teacher. Now, the teacher who I invited was Miss Vivian Mackey, she was actually my civics teacher, an econ teacher. And, That's pretty and, uh, cool. She had just taken ill, and so she couldn't make it. Mm -hmm. uh, so Daryl got the 75 nod. But his, he is an educator. He also taught at Mumford at one time. You uh, had uh, so, a serviceman there. Who, who was that? So Emmett Richardson mm -hmm. uh, is one of my fraternity brothers who just had got uh, the rank of major that right. week. And so he had stopped by. Uh, who else was on there? Uh, and the judges Reverend, swore you in? Reverend O.C. Tab III was one of my high school classmates in 85, but I was probably the only person that could beat him in debating. He was the debate team <laughs> captain, actually, for most of high school. And your daughter's on the debate team. I saw her with the... She joined the debate team, and she spoke. So my other children wanted to speak, but I told them they didn't go to Mumford, so they couldn't speak. <laughs> it, it was a Mumford thing, literally. It was and a you Mumford. have a student at Renaissance and one at U of D at University and one of at Mumford. And so... Uh, even the mayor who was who couldn't make it, I told him, look, this is a Mumford thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Judge Christopher Blount, who went to Mumford and mm -hmm. was on the swim team at Mumford. And, you know, he gave probably one of the best speeches because that's the purpose. I brought the kids to the auditorium so they can experience what really was going on. 
And to that end, I mean, so every, you know, we try and bring people on and ask them to share a solution to, you know, to what's going on, not necessarily the solution. And it sounds like yours is exposing people and letting them know that they too can do it because here are a hundred other people who have done yeah, it or somebody people. looks like it. Exactly. Can you talk a little bit about the other programming and the, the work that you've done to make that possible? So I'm an Eagle Scout and probably the core of all of my being is the tendency of scouting and the scouting exposed me to a lot of things. And the guy who raised probably four generations of scouts, at one point Troop 105 that operated out of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church at the corner of Lawton and Puritan and Halley School, uh, probably produced more Eagle Scouts in the state of Michigan, or African-American Eagle Scouts, mm -hmm. for many, many years. Uh, Malik Yakini, who runs D-Town Farms, yep. is one of my older troop brothers. He's an Eagle Scout. I mean, it was, so the Eagles, like, at some point when folks are doing that type of stuff, that's what you expect. Like, I didn't expect anything different, because right. that's all I knew. I knew successful guys. I knew Eagle Scouts. Mm -hmm. I didn't know quitting was an option, you know. And so, so, <laughs> I wish there were a lot more people who so, didn't know quitting was so, an option. So things like that. So when you see people who are doing progressive things, forward thinking, whether, you know, like we were taught, like if you're the janitor, be the best janitor in the, mm -hmm. in the, in the building. So no one ever taught down to anybody. It was always try to be the next, go elevate to the next place. And that's how I tried to expose the students at Mumford. But Mumford has been through, you know, it's ups and downs, it's coming out of, being um, part of the EAA, yep. the uh, um, system is back into the Detroit Public School Community District now. And I've always been around, so this was a perfect opportunity to show the students, whether my daughter went there or not, I, right. I would have still been at Mumford High. Mm -hmm. um, working in different areas, I've been a juvenile justice counselor. I worked as a youth specialist in the state of Michigan at many of the juvenile detention centers and use the tenets of scouting to change lives and teach social living skills. I think social living skills are a solution. Like, so so how, how do, you know, what do people do? What do we need to do? What, how, how does that work? Well, you just teach things like, I believe in natural law, like things that are just natural. Like you, you gotta get up in the morning and take care of personal hygiene, right? <laughs> so I mean, you could. You could, you, you, could you could pass, but in general, people wanna be accepted Right. And things like that. Nobody wants you, to have the stinky kid. So school. you don't want to be that person. You don't want. So teach them how to use proper hygiene. Right. Prove them how to, you know, appropriate speech, mm -hmm. being polite, learning, you know, just things like that. How to listen. Mm -hmm. So these are skill sets that go beyond reading and writing and mathematics. Because, you know, you, you can teach. There's only 26 letters in the alphabet, right? I'll take your word for that. Yes. Well, in the English, in our alphabet, and then sure, and there's only ten integers in the numeric system, right? Again, again, you don't have to have a book to teach those things, because every word in a dictionary is made up of those twenty-six letters. So that's that Khan Academy enough. thing you're talking about. You don't need a book. You just no, log online. You don't, you don't necessarily need a book. You learn how to write. The, what the, back then it was the three R's: reading, writing, arithmetic. I don't know if that's a good uh, <laughs> example. I think arithmetic starts no, with an A. Through reading, writing, arithmetic. Again, I guess I have to take Those that Those guys went on to be George Washington Carver and everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we, you know, just involvement, though. If you, if you, sh you can, there's, a, there's a, uh, a poem, but it's part of the lines are, I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day. And that's being the example. Okay. 
So how, how do people get engaged? I mean, I, I know you are really involved and have always been really involved in the community from your time as a district manager, but well before you had kind of these formal roles, you were, you've always been a community advocate, you've yeah. been engaged in these I programs. I don't give people an option. You know, like, you could come up here on Mondays. I'm like, be there on Monday. Well, what I mean is, how does someone get involved in that work? Like, you're a parent, you're a teacher, you're a student. How does somebody get engaged in some of these things that you're talking about? Well, like scouting or... I was taught service. So mm -hmm. scouting taught me about service. And so the things we did, the, the community service projects we did, you know, growing up, just like as a parent, right? Yep. You're going to teach your daughter. I'm going to teach my kids X, Y, and Z, and I expect them to do it. Now, initially, as a kid, you're like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Oh, I didn't think that. It was because my mom said so, yeah. because she was the boss, yeah. because we had agreed that I was going to follow direction. So you're going to follow direction. I'm like questioning why, but I'm doing it. And at some point, oh yeah, I question. Yeah, you're, sure. you're, you're, you get conditioned to this is just what you're supposed to do. Somewhere we lost that. So I'm trying to condition the next generation of this is what you're supposed to do. Service is something that is a part of healthy human society, right? Right. Even the issues that we're talking about mostly in the legislature are human issues. Mm -hmm. The issues themselves don't have Republicans. They don't care, Democrat, you know, the roles don't have a decision. We just, we need to fix them, right? So those type of things. The auto insurance doesn't care. It's high for everybody. We need Certainly to fix it. Certainly too high for so, me. <laughs> so that's, it's just involvement. Uh, being an example, and, and living your creed. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, Marshall, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Do you have any closing thoughts? Or? Uh, again, I'm going to go back to this. So I ran a campaign on leadership matters. You know, words require action. Action requires leadership. And that's why leadership matters. But now I'm on democracy with decency. If we can agree to disagree and come to some solutions, or just compromise in ways that both sides win. It's all about winning. So, Marshall, if somebody is interested, they liked what they heard, how do they get in touch with you? How do they follow up? I'm at Senator Marshall Bullock at all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and my email is S-E-N, the letter M, Bullock, at senate.michigan.gov. Awesome, well you got a chance to hear from uh, my neighbor, my friend, Senator Marshall Bullock, and uh, you should hear from us again soon. This has been the We Can Do Better podcast with Senator Adam O'Leary. Thank you for listening to our guests as we talked about how we can do better.